Welcome to Romance Planning. I am Leslie Welch, and here with me today is my trusty old car horn, Adam Welch. There he is. That's me. There he is. Yay. All right. We're on chapter 31 already, and you know what? Already? I don't know if I'd say it like that. (laughs) Uh, You say that now, but you're going to be sad soon because we don't have that many chapters left in this book. Oh, really? Yeah, really. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm really serious. Let me. I think there are like 40... Oh, why do I keep doing that? I hate the Kindle It's going to be over soon? Well, Romance Splaining won't... <laughs> Romance Splaining won't be over. Yeah, there are 41 chapters, so... We're in the final 10 countdown. It's the final countdown. Well, I don't have that queued up. You can't expect me to just have everything on well, deck, you? Well, you should put that on deck. And not like the deck where it's like where your poops are going to come. Like, ooh, I got one on deck. That's a different show. (laughs) Oh, the poop deck. Yep. I know. Okay. Anyway, chapter 31. So quick recap of chapter 30. Oh, gosh. We learned some more about Johnny. Uh, He... Nevada's trying to like get him to leave town. She even says, hey, here's some money. And... He's like, no, no, wait, she doesn't say that. Never mind. I don't, who am I? What? It was episode 29. She was thinking it. Oh, she was thinking it. She's like, I got all this money. I'm going to go out there to his little guest house right. on the end of the property. The and I'm going to like shovel this money at him and be like, get the hell out of here. Right. You're fucking everything up. Okay. So, oh, you know what did happen last chapter? Johnny's like wearing some really ridiculous clothing, like from that's old style. I think that's the blousey white shirt that actually that we see on the cover because it looks kind of like a pirate shirt, which seems blousey. Weird. Yeah. So blousey. Blousey. Sure. Yeah. Billowing. And then he's got some super tight pants on because, yeah, we're just going to do that and have some vocal fry. And they, Johnny and Miss Annabelle uh, go into the city with Malcolm, and he gives Nevada a little smooch, and he's like, hey, girl, I'll see you later at the gambling game. And she's like, Psh, as if, no thanks. And Johnny also is reunited with old Jess, who is an African-American gardener who works on the property. He sees no color, and he is himself a dark man. He is. Do we think that Jess might be his father? No. Um, I wasn't thinking that. I just know that Johnny really is a dark man. He is a dark man, yes. He's a cockroach. You think you kill him, he pops up somewhere else. (laughs) He's just so dark and so, like broad-chested and hairy. Jess has some really bad stereotypical language. Show is my lord as a seeing things. And that's where we that's where we're at right now. But Johnny has a really good relationship with old Jess. So I'm thinking like when his parents died that Jess was kind of his go-to person. So that's nice. But you know, what a dick for not keeping up with old Jess if he really meant that much to him. Well, you know, I mean, yeah, sure. But, like, people come, people go. You know, there's the ebb and flow of relationships. There's very few people that, you know, even people you care about sometimes, like, you know, they're just not around and you just don't keep up. Like, When it's, you get it's older, just, you really have to make an effort. It's a lot of work. And he's yeah. been overseas 
a lot and right he's you just know, wandering around like a tumble tumbling tumbleweed and as you get older years go by faster they even though they're the really the same length but i don't know well that's right and there's a reason for that right things move slower in the past or you know speaking just from an individual perspective you know when you're younger and you're 10 years old like one year of your life is 10 percent of your life so that's a huge deal one year are you kidding me right remember how slowly like grades used to pass when you were in school it's like i'm in ninth grade try to imagine being in 11th grade it's an eternity yeah it's for fucking ever because you have to wait what are you in ninth grade you're 14 15 years old Mm -hmm. you gotta wait two years well that's like 14 percent of your life that's for fucking ever. Yeah, I don't know if it's really the percentage of life. I think it's like your relationship with time. Like as you become more acclimated to time and you you get used to things, kind of like when you new, move to a new town and you're driving to the grocery store. Like when we moved into this house, I was like, oh my gosh, it takes forever to get to Trader Joe's. But now it's like, oh, it's really only seven minutes. And it's like, do-do-do. But everything was so unfamiliar and new to me that like... I wasn't used to my surroundings, so it felt like it took longer to get there. Yeah, so you, that's how you experience it, but I experience it the opposite way. Like, that's a different phenomenon than, like, you know, being 40 years old and a year of your life is only, like, 2%, give or take, of your life. So, like, relatively speaking, it just kind of zips by faster but that phenomenon that you just described i experienced that the opposite way when i'm in a new place and like like it happens fast when i'm in a new place hmm. because everything's so like wow 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 boom 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 i don't just know there. like and when I, we're can't, on vacation, I can't take it all in i, I feel it's like, like it boom, happens boom, boom. so much slower than like a but regular week no and now like driving to trader joe's takes for fucking ever Wow. It's forever. You should just drive to Trader Joe's all the time then. Why? Because that'll to extend slow your my life. life down? Yeah, it'll extend well, your Well, right. Life. I, trust me. I want to be as bored as possible. You know? I can bore the crap out of you like by go continuing to, to explain this I'm gonna book. I'm going to go to swimming I'm, pools and watch old people do their jazzercises in the water. You could just do, sit well, there all day long. You could long. just go to Graham's new place because they do all kinds of exercises in that community center i walked by it so i want to be that dude from catch 22 just watching the old people doing the water aerobics okay trying to slow down your life Live just your truth, slow man. it down okay well let's slow it down even more by reading this really boring book so <sighs> it's really really hot like super hot and everybody is taking their afternoon naps because that's what you do when it's hot you're like i can't even live i need to go take a nap gonna fall asleep so i don't have to deal with this heat that must be nice though that was socially acceptable just nap in the middle of the day like oh gotta go take my nap i mean it's socially acceptable in parts of the world right now that's true like yeah that's a cultural thing we just as americans got totally ripped off i take a nap once every couple of months in my office yeah on purpose like if i'm tired i just do it congratulations with your door 
and well, your walls. I'm just saying. Hope like, you like your life. Somebody comes stumbling in there. It's like, what are you doing? Like, they probably be like, fuck are you doing? You taking... Yeah, I'm taking a nap because if I recharge a little bit, I'm going to be more productive. Yeah, but you guys have quiet rooms that are that's true, but meant that's, for napping, that's even though they have semen floor, all though. over them, I'm sure. Cause it's well, I'm not disgusting. taking a black light in there. Yeah, don't. Looks like a Jackson Pollock painting. <laughs> it did look like a Jackson Pollock painting, but I think it was like slobber, the one chair, because I used to have to go in there to record stuff because we didn't have a sound booth. When I worked there. But anyway. Yeah. And then they were like, "That's you're not supposed to go in the quiet rooms to like do actual work. No, and I was like, you're not. oh. But you make up your own rules. I make, I do make up my own rules. Well, you do. I don't care. I do. You know best. Sometimes. Not all the time. Anyway, so. Whoa. Johnny and Nevada are the only two people not taking a nap. And so Nevada has been on pins and needles waiting for Johnny to expose her. But not in the way you're thinking. But, you know, expose her as a fraud. But he still hasn't. He's just, like, playing it cool. And How so, do you know what I'm thinking? Because I said something that could be slightly... <laughs> hey, um, hey. ...construed as sexual. Yeah, but don't forget, I read Chapter 29. I know now I'm intimately familiar with how she's afraid that she's going to be exposed. So. Yeah. Oh, that's true. So she decides she has to, like, make him leave so she can stop worrying about him, like, ratting her out for not being a lady. So he's out in the Garcinier uh, in, you know, the bachelor apartment. And before she heads out, though, to, like, confront him, she makes a pit stop at the mirror to, like, check herself out. And then she's all, why am I doing this in the middle of primping? And then she's like, forget it. I don't need to look beautiful for him. He's a jerk. So she goes out and Johnny's inside and she kind of like, you know, knocks on the door and he's like, come in. And she yanks the door open and she finds him. Here's a quote. Flat on his back on the huge mahogany bed. Oh, because sexy, right? Um, Do you need a big I, ma- I guess I, so. I, <laughs> what the heck is that? Out. I don't even know what that is it's just exclaiming at how sexy that is i guess <laughs> okay of all oh. the things we've encountered in this book and what he's laying on the mahogany bed big fucking deal what's the point well he's on his back on the huge mahogany bed but right. and oh, well here just let is me he naked it. with a pearl necklace draped no. around his raging hard no. cock but his shirt was open to the waist exposing the oh boy Crisp black hair on his chest. Crispy chest hairs. <laughs> Finally got some more chest hairs. It's been forever. I was getting ready to take out a Craigslist ad <laughs> to get some, to get Harold Stroud over no, here. Don't bring it up because I really thought you had done something amazing. <laughs> oh, this is Harold Do you want to call them up? <laughs> no, Do they have a phone number? I don't. I'm not even going to open it. He didn't even open it? No, because he's probably gross. He's like, ooh, some play. I don't like it. What? Some play? He's like, I like to play. I just don't like it when people talk about sex. It's like, ooh, we're going to play. Right, because you consider it work. I forgot. Work. Work. Yay, get to work. Come on, girl. Get to work. Get to work on that. Down to business. Yes. Bam, bam. You're a simple person. You like simple things. Lollipops <laughs> totally. up your ass, you know? What? No. I don't like that quote, whatever that is. <laughs> okay. 
of all things to not like. Well, thank you for not saying asshole, because that's, you know. You like lollipops up your butthole. Who likes lollipops up their butthole, and why? Why would that even be a thing? Philip Baker Hall, who shared the front page of the lifestyle section with me. Oh, is that from Boogie Nights? Yes. Okay. Thank you, Al. Thank you, Al. He is basically almost as famous as me because we were on the same page he, of the newspaper. Almost as famous as you. And he he's likes, got, you know. He's a simple man, simple pleasures, likes lollipops up his ass. Right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, it wasn't really worth it for me to remember that. Anyway, so Johnny Ugh. nods his greeting and his lips stretched into a slow grin of sexual appraisal. <gasps> Ooh, yeah. That gets me excited. You know, the problem with this book is they already fucked. So like, I know. What's the point? That's very true. That's a good point. That is the problem with this book, isn't it? I mean, it's... <laughs> I wouldn't say it's the problem, well, but it's one of. Maybe for sure. she should have had a rule that she didn't kiss on the lips. A la Something. Julia Roberts you know, in Pretty Woman. We can't fuck up the butthole. Oh, know? and then it's Adam. like the whole book is leading oh, up to come that. Come on. I all just right. I know you how you like it when I say butthole. I just don't like it at all. <laughs> it's so, crazy. It's crazy, you know. Then uh Nevada's all why it's why crazy. did you come this back crazy, here? This crazy. Did you come All here? we do is quote Vacation, vacation I know. This is crazy. This is crazy. Which is funny because vacation is not your go-to no, National Lampoon's no movie. You are Christmas vacation. That's right. And you're European vacation. Well, I'm vacation and then European vacation. Oh, get out of here. You're I've European seen... vacation all the way. No. It's... All you do is no, quote No, regular vacation, vacation is so much better than European vacation. I am not saying that. All I'm saying is you quote European vacation all the fucking time. I think that's because it was on Showtime and like my sister you. and I just watched it a bunch of times. I'm just speaking it truth. it was the 80s in Toledo. I'm just speaking truth. That's yeah. right. You had like Showtime and... It was the most recent one, so it's on, and you right. watched it. Yeah, a it's lot. It's fine, but, you know, that's the one you quote. Yeah, that's true. But it's not my favorite. Like, classic vacation is my favorite. And I, I'm a Christmas person, so Christmas right. vacation is that's my favorite. Right. Close second is vacation. European right. vacation is dingy and weird, and I don't like it that much. It is weird, and I didn't like the Rusty and Audrey from that one. No. No, but uh, original Rusty and original Audrey are my favorites. Yes, they're the best Rusty and Audrey. Yeah. Anyway, like, we'll give Audrey a quarter too, Audrey. <laughs> yes, you will, Audrey. <laughs> okay, so oh, and now I've lost my place. Okay, so Nevada's like, why did you come back here to torment me? Because obviously she's the center of the universe, and he's like, mm -hmm. I didn't know you were here. I came back because I have nowhere to go. Because why? She's his lady luck. Right, right, right. That's right. And he's out of money and he's wearing clothes from <laughs> the early 1800s or something. He's wearing clothes from the fucking 1800s. Right. <laughs> he's like, it's embarrassing. He's just like wearing pirate clothes now that they found like in a chest. On he's armed. Great clothes, Johnny Relay. Oh, that's okay. I'll give that to you, weirdly. What? So then he lights a I'm cigar. A professional pundit. And he leans against a chest of drawers 
And the crispy chest of drawers? Just a regular chest okay. of drawers. But of course she has to say chest of drawers and not mm-hmm. a dresser. you got to always conjure the, the images. got to conjure the images. So Nan is very skilled at conjuring the images. You know, laying those little seeds mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. subliminal messages throughout the text. Laying the seeds. Sowing the seeds of love. Yep. Uh, so on top of the, the chest of drawers is a photo. Laying the seeds on the chest like a... She wrote it. <laughs> well, uh, anyway, so then Nevada like sees that photo that we saw a few chapters ago when she snuck in there with Denise Liday, and she was like, "Don't remember." Okay, well, they see a photo, and there's a guy who looks almost exactly like Johnny, a woman and a baby. He's a dark man, a dark brooding man. He is a dark brooding man. He's French too, I think. And so Nevada gets distracted, and she asks about the picture, and he's like, yeah, it's my mom and dad, and that's me as a baby. Big surprise. So they start talking about his dad, and we learn that Louis was a successful businessman, and Johnny was cut off as a youth, and that's why he's a gambler. Because when I guess when his dad died, his stepmom was just like, you're out of here. So that's kind of... I can't even believe that he's still talking to Quincy but also if Johnny knows about this whole marriage thing to get his dad's money why didn't he just get married sooner just for the money well maybe despite all evidence to the contrary Johnny has some principles and maybe he's actually more of a moral person than these shitty step family members it could be and yeah. he's not just gonna do that for the money i think that's definitely what nan's trying to do here maybe not though he might still be a total scoundrel like lando and han but lando and han came around i don't know I maybe don't know. he's a scoundrel like boba fett or i don't like that bobo fat no bobo fat it's like, can't you go through puberty and thin out already? Yeah. What the fuck, dude? I don't know. And he's like all, I don't know, like has Princess Leia. He's just playing it he's cool. He's blobbing around. You know, he's got the little <laughs> weird little pet thing and he's eating frogs. Right. Yeah. Just blobbing there. Yeah. She's in a bikini. It's disgusting. <laughs> you know? It's like Boba Fett. I really stop make. Stop chaining Princess Leia to your fat self right as long as Greedo shot first though that's all we need to worry about yeah yeah exactly anyway let's keep the morals in a good place (laughs) you're not killing in cold blood I do love that so my my contracting boss is a huge Star Wars fan oh you're like my best friend in the entire like galaxy and you call me Han Han. Nice work. Right. It's the second movie. We don't know okay, his fucking name already. Okay, this is not already. Star Wars Jesus Pedia. Christ. Listen, though. Anyway, well, I was going to tell you that that's how okay. I like to, I like to make him upset by you mispronouncing. You fuck with people at work? Yeah. What do you mispronounce? Well, no, I just say things like, you know, we can't watch the Star Wars DVDs because Greedo shoots first, or Greedo doesn't shoot first. <laughs> oh, no, he does shoot first. <laughs> Yeah. That upsets No, I said, no, not Greedo. Oh, no. Crap, I messed it up. No, Guido. I call him Guido. (laughs) 
Yeah. That was a roundabout way to get I to know. that. It was hard. That's like nuclear. It's hard to say it, you know, it's hard to say nuclear instead of nuclear. It's hard to say it wrong. It is. It is. Okay, that just... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I thought you were going for... I, I don't even know. Okay, what, so let me get back to what I do better. There. So Nevada's like... Here. <laughs> it's a <laughs> Nevada offers Johnny all of her money to leave, and he's like, you came to buy my Finally, silence? Finally, like two episodes later. Right, and she... And he's like, I'm not going to tell them that Miss Marie Hamilton of the Tennessee Hamiltons once entertained aboard the Moonlight Gambler, or that I was lucky enough to share a heated night of... And that really pisses her the hell off, and she tells him to go to blazes. See, that's not as bad. No. So then later, Malcolm and Nevada are sitting on the porch after dinner, and Malcolm's talking about books and music and their wedding, and, you know, she's kind of bored, but whatever. She's enduring it because he's a nice guy. And then he took his mom's advice, and he tries to kiss her all passionately. And But when it gets too heated, he's like, stands up, and he's like, I'm going to go get us some drinks. So she's, like, there thinking about it, and she closes her eyes, and then she opens them because she hears a match like light in the corner of the deck and she looks up and it's Johnny lighting a cigar and she's like were you like spying on me and how long were you there and he's like long enough and then she's like ooh you're jealous aren't you and he's like uh not really then he comes up and he gives her a good kiss (laughs) and here's another thing I have a problem with she struggles and whimpers and shoves impotently against his hard ungiving chest so yeah it's unusual to refer to a woman as impotent right not just that but it's like she does not want to be kissed by him and yet he's just taking it he's just taking her right there not listening not you know no does not mean no there's another example of bullshit yeah i mean talk about bullshit and like you know, thinking about impotency. You just love that. <laughs> you just love that. Well, it reminds but, me of know, impotency and very, smallness. Well, yeah. There's not enough Viagra in the and world. And not for taking that no for an answer. <laughs> and imposing your <laughs> shitty ass will. <laughs> It's just, it's a really bad program to watch these days. It is. Anyway, so, but that's a problem, right? It's just reinforcing that, that thing that no does not necessarily mean no, that women might be saying that if you were like trying to kiss me and I didn't want to be kissed, I'd punch you in the face. Like I would not like that. You know, that's, I know that's not true (laughs) though. I annoy you a lot and do things to deliberately annoy you. Like, yeah. you don't punch me in the face. No. You just get annoyed. Oh, yeah. Like when I'm washing dishes or something like a woman should do, and then you come and de-pants me in the kitchen. My favorite game. Oh, I hate that game. It's the worst game ever. <laughs> yeah. Do you and then kick like me what? in the balls? No. You're well, just no. like, don't do that. I don't like that. But I've got like, my hands are all wet. <laughs> yeah, and, you like, can't what? do anything about it. like... <laughs> Pull my pants up around. somehow. That's awful. Yeah, it's good. If you did, but it's you wear a belt, fun. so it's like hard for me to reciprocate that. Yeah, it's hard. Horribleness. It's hard. You're a jerk. 
My favorite game. Anyway, so... I haven't so, played that game in a while. I know. Thank you for thanks. reminding well, me Well, you know about why it. you haven't played it? Because I, I respect wear, you too much? <laughs> no, because I wear dresses all the time now. I was just being funny. Oh, right. I know. You don't respect me at all. Nope. Johnny Roulet. Nope. So Johnny kissed her with a power and passion that was so blatantly sexual. <laughs> That's back. <laughs> yeah. Why? Oh, it's just so sexual. Like, okay, there, yes. How how was he kissing her? I know, in a sexual way. Yeah, it's like I your mean, mom was writing this book. No I offense, mean, I just Cheech. Don't love you, mommy. Love you, but yeah. Mm, we'll just say it was sexual. Yeah, that'll cover I just the don't, like, that doesn't make <laughs> me, like, hysterically laugh. It's just like, ugh. It's just... <laughs> Like that's the best you can do. She sold a shit ton of these books, probably. And yeah, it's just like she kind of ran out of words, you know. Anyway, she ran out of words in the first chapter. She does <laughs> she not have the best words. She does not have all the best words. So Nevada, but they're all out there. That's okay, the just thing. let me finish because we're okay, almost done. Please, uh, Nevada quits struggling, and her moans of outrage change to soft little sighs of excited <sighs> bliss. <sighs> And then Johnny's like, I'd be jealous if he kissed you like that. But bam Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Rocky. Um, Sparky. If I was going to put anything in my pipe and smoke it, it wouldn't be that. Your corn cob pipe mm. from 1999 with your, what was that, cherry tobacco? I did not have a corn cob pipe in 1999. I don't think I had a bull oni. We okay. still had that corn cob pipe. We found. I found it like, I don't know, a year ago. Sure, which actually means like ten years ago, probably. Okay. But no, I had nice pipes by that point. Oh, you did have so, nice pipes. I don't know if I had a corn cob. Pipe. I have the best pipes. No, but you know, I had a wooden. I had a curved one and a straight one. You know. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so Adam, nice did you? Besides that, did you learn anything from this episode? Nope. <laughs> really? No, not really. Of course, I learned so, so much. Okay. Um, I know that you can pronounce it blousy or blousy. Mm. I know that um, sometimes you refer to the wrong podcast oh. when you talk about decks and bodily functions. Yeah. I know Johnny relays like a cockroach in that, A, he doesn't see color, and B... Just when you think he's gone, he shows up again. Ooh, um, nice I analogy. Figured out how to slow down my life by watching old people do water aerobics. Mm -hmm. um, I know that you enjoy lollipops up your ass. Adam, I know did the you best seriously? Rusties and Audrey's are in original vacation. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> what do you mean? Did I seriously what? Did you really write that I like Leslie Welch enjoys that? Yeah, I'm um, not putting that on the internet. I know that Cause it's you not lay true. the seeds. I didn't put your name in there. Okay. I know that you lay the seeds like a pearl necklace. I know Guido shoots first at Bobo Fat and Han. Thank you. And I have remembered that I need to reinstitute playing my favorite game. Damn it. Thank you for reminding me. <sighs> well... That was an okay episode, except for my Star Wars thing that didn't go as I wanted it to go. It's a great bit. Yeah, well, when it works, it's a good one. But that's it. That's Romance Splaining. Thank you for joining us. I'm Leslie Welch. And that's Adam. We'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.